right, everybody, happy Friday. The end of the work week is here, and you are here to listen to the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave. Uh, we have episode 19 for you. We're going to be focusing on the 2021 free agents and uh, who the Phillies should look in assigning. So uh, let's get started, Dave. Who are some big fish that the Phillies could really go out and get on the free agent market? Yeah, so the names that we've been looking at here, and that is kind of in the top um, 2021 free agent class, are Mookie Betts, of course, a superstar, one of the best, top five player in the game easily. Ichiro Mito, already on the Phillies, but will he resign is the question. Trevor Bauer, um, DJ LeMahieu, who raked last year with the, with the Yankees, uh, Jake Odorizzi, a pitcher, uh, Robbie Wright, another pitcher, and Ken Giles, possible reunion with him. We'll talk about that in just a little second, or a couple of minutes, but... First, start with Mookie Betts, Dave. Um, the Phillies were rumored a few years ago before Bryce Harper um, that they had a chance to go after him. Um, do you still think that that's realistic? I don't think so personally, but do you think the Phillies will at least reach out to Mookie Betts and see if there's a connection there? To be honest, I think there's no shot, and I'll explain this because. Uh, I mean, he's he's currently on the Dodgers right now. They slated Cody Bellinger to center field so basically he got dethroned from his primary position out in right field just for Mookie Betts which tells you how much Mookie Betts wants to play right field how much you know he finds it a necessity to play right field so I already know Bryce Harper I mean unless he's willing to give up right field which he's basically played for the you know almost the entirety of his career you know I, I really don't see Mookie Betts coming there unless of course he gives that up and I, I i really don't think that bryce harper would want to give up right field i don't think anyone will want him to give up right field so i don't think mookie Betts would really be the uh missing piece to the puzzle but uh yeah that's that's just my thoughts on mookie Betts, dave yeah i i really couldn't agree more though i don't really think the phillies have too much of a shot of course you know them already kind of hovering just below that luxury tax the next player we have on the list here for the Big Fish is J.T. Realmuto, who is currently a Philadelphia Philly, but there have been some talks that he may at least want to try to explore the market. Um, do you think J.T., and again, we don't want to talk about extension talks here. We kind of want to avoid that. But just overall, do you think J.T. Realmuto is someone that the Phillies should look into signing for long term? Uh, of course. I think that they really should, considering that they gave up Sixto Sanchez and Jorge Alfaro, and then another guy, uh, which I don't really know his name, but I know he's another pitcher. So they gave up some decent talent for JT, and I think it would be a waste to just let him run away on the market. So, you know, if they can go out and they can re-sign him on the market, then, you know, go at it. But whether he wants to test the market or not, you know, I think that's going to be seen. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just really hope that they do re-sign him because, you know, besides JT, you don't really have any premier stars at the backstop for us. So, I mean, I, you could say Andrew Knapp, but he's not really a star. He's not really going to hold down a whole pitching staff for us. So, you know, we really do need Real Muto. I don't know uh, how many other catchers you're going to find on the 2020 free agent market that are going to do just as well as JT Real Muto. Probably no one because JT Real Muto is a premier catcher. But, uh, yeah, that's just my thought on it. They really need to go out and they need to secure the package with JT Ramuto. Yeah, I mean, there was even some talks at one point that the Mets were interested. And, you know, of course, we can't let that happen. But 
I'm kind of optimistic that JT Romuto does resign, and we'll talk about this in the video. Actually, it's scheduled to be our next video, but um, next podcast. Hashtag uh, pay the tax, video. Dave. Hashtag pay the tax. Uh-huh. Yeah, JT Romuto, you know, just knowing his relationship with Bryce Harper and, you know, I've been seeing some stuff that his wife has been putting on Instagram. I do think that there's a good chance that JT does resign. Again, I don't want to get too down deep into that road, but yes, the Phillies have to resign JT Romuto. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Next player is one of the most controversial base baseball players right now. His opinions are like no other. Uh, it's a pitcher, Trevor Bauer, currently on the Reds. He will be a 2021 free agent. Uh, of course, the Phillies need pitching, but is Trevor Bauer the way to go? He's starting to get older. What's your opinion? And he can be somewhat of a nuisance in the clubhouse. But what do you think is, is you know, Trevor Bauer... Um, and the chances that he could come to Philadelphia in 2021. Honestly, I'm a huge fan of Trevor Bauer. Uh, I don't think I could be any more of a fanboy of really too many baseball players besides Trevor Bauer. I mean, of course, JT. I love JT, but Trevor Bauer. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the guy, he has a YouTube channel. Go and check him out at Trevor Bauer. I mean, I'm pretty sure he helps to run momentum as well. I believe they have an Instagram page for it as well. They might have other social media uh, accounts as well. But Trevor Bauer, he is an influential guy in the clubhouse, no matter if he is very controversial. But he's a guy that knows the game. He knows about biomechanics. He knows how to pitch and the way that you should pitch and, you know, the, the efficiency of pitching. So I think Trevor Bauer could really influence a pitching staff and help them to find their maximum potential. I think, honestly, when his career is all said and done, he has to become a pitching coach. There is no doubt about Trevor Bauer and his talent, his brain, his ability to know the game. He just, he knows it. He analyzes it. He's great at it. And Trevor Bauer would definitely be the guy that I would want to go out and get. And even if he does pitch to like a three and a half ERA or a high three ERA or a high three ERA, I think he's worth it. You know, just to have that presence in the clubhouse, just to have the brains, you know, that he does so that he could pick at other brains inside the clubhouse, different pitchers that we have. I mean, you know, we still have Vince Velasquez. We still have Nick Pavetta. So going out and getting a guy like Trevor Bauer, maybe they can benefit from him, you know, but we'll see. I mean, he's another driveline guy, just like Michael Lorenzen. And, you know, they're on the same team. So uh, they complement each other really well. But it's it's the forward thinking that, you know, is seen more around the game than ever before. And I think Trevor Bauer is the guy to really lead the pack in that department. Yeah, I, I really couldn't agree more. Um, I do think that Trevor Bauer, of course, is a chance. Uh, I believe the Phillies were once again, kind of like Boogie Betts, rumored to him a few years back uh, and said this year they went after Zach Wheeler. So the next player we have on today's list um, is DJ LeMayhew. Um, second baseman, primarily for the New York Yankees. He had a monster year in 2019, and of course, Dave, with Scott Kingery and Gene Segura being as like a play second base and third base, and of course, uh, Gregorius for this year. Do you think the Phillies could look at signing an older um, guy, of course, with a lot of talent uh, heading into 2021? I mean, DJ LeMahieu is a really special case. Uh, when you look at the year that he had last year, you could see the breakout season. Um, DJ LeMahieu, he's always been known to be a contact hitter, but he broke out with the power stroke last year, and it's really interesting to watch because you're wondering, you know, is this the player that DJ LeMahieu will be for, you know, a good chunk of his career, or will he 
uh, regress into that contact hitter that doesn't have that power tool. But we'll have to see. I mean, DJ LeMahieu, he's a bigger guy. He has a bigger frame. And I think he could do damage on the um, on the power side rather than the contact side. So if he could keep performing at the level that he's performing, you know, whether it's hitting for extra base hits or, you know, still making contact, I think he's a valuable commodity uh, in the market, especially since he's a great fielder. He, I believe he could play third, short, second base. I mean, he could probably play first base too. So he's a really good infielder. He's versatile. He's just a really good player overall. But I don't know how age is going to affect him. Uh, usually contact hitters, when they age, they age better than power hitters. And DJ, DJ LeMahieu, of course, he's a guy that does a little bit of both for you. So, you know, I think he just knows how to hit in general. And with knowing that, I think he's going to age well. If they do decide to throw a contract his way, then, you know, hopefully... It's something that they've really thought out, but I think LeMahieu would be a pretty good choice. We'll have to see how um, how the years preceding his free agency go. Yeah, DJ LeMahieu, uh, of course, big fan. Uh, I'm a huge fan of him, and I think you summed it up pretty well talking about his power and contact. So the next player we have on this loaded list of big fish, if you will, is a pitcher, Jake Odorizzi, right now on the Twins, will be a free agent in 2021. Um, and Dave, what do you think about Jake Odorizzi um, and the Phillies possibly signing him as you know a, a third man in the rotation, of course, after the Phillies dropped Jake Arrieta? Well, I think Jake Odorizzi is obviously, <clears throat> I think he's a younger option, uh, obviously, but uh, I, I think he's a guy that really knows how to pitch. He is, he's not really going to be an overpowering type of pitcher by any means, but he knows what he needs to do to get the outs. He's a very humble guy. He's a very relaxed guy when he goes out there on the mound, and he's got some postseason experience under his belt playing for the Twins, who are really the powerhouse of the American League Central now. So I think he would be a really legitimate pick if they decided to go after anyone. But Jake Odorizzi seems like he would be a really solid pick for the Philadelphia Phillies. And to be honest with you, Dave, I saw him going to the Phillies this past offseason, but you know, it obviously didn't happen, and we ended up going after Zach Wheeler, which, you know, wasn't a bad sign. You know, I mean, yeah, people say he's overpaid, but, um, you know, with the velocity that he has and everything like that, I don't think Zach Wheeler was really too bad of a sign. He He's going to be consistent. But anyway, Jake Odorizzi is going to be a solid starter, and hopefully the Phillies pick him up. I would like to see it, bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Odorizzi really be a piece, of course, after the Phillies lose the long contract, the bad contract of Jake Arrieta. That'll be something good. Next up, we have another pitcher on the list today. We have Robbie Ray, who's right now on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, he's a reliever, uh, throws gas. He has had some home run problems, though, and in Chase Field, that's not too uncommon. I, I believe the Phillies were once again rumored to get him a few years ago, and he would be a piece, I believe, out of the bullpen. Dave, he's a, he's a relief pitcher, correct? I want to make sure on that. Um, yeah, so Robbie Ray uh, and the Phillies are, are rumored possibly maybe get him um, heading into 2021, of course, with all these free agents becoming available in 2021. What's your opinion on uh, Robbie Ray and, and his numbers? I know that the strikeouts have been up, the home runs uh, have been up as well, though, and the hits. But what's your opinion on, on him and come, maybe coming to Citizens Bank Park in 2021? Well, um, Firstly, 
I want to focus on Robbie Ray and um, the position that he plays. I think that he is a starter over a reliever just because I, I saw the inning total and I think he pitched over 170 innings. So I think he's primarily a starter. I mean, I think he might have came out of the bullpen, uh, you know, a few times in his career. He has the stuff to be able to do that, you know, definitely. But um, Robbie Ray, I, I've heard so much stuff, so many uh so many Phillies trade rumors linked to him and the Arizona Diamondbacks over the past few summers. I've heard so many, it's disgusting, really. And I think if you're going to go out and you're going to get something, something or, you know, a, a player rather, then go out and get Robbie Ray. You know, if you don't get a Jake Odorizzi, then go out and get a Robbie Ray. I mean, bottom line is, you know, there have been plenty of rumors with them wanting a lefty and Robbie Ray finally being that missing piece that they finally acquire. But if they don't feel like trading for him, then go out on that market and grab him while he's there. Because you know, as well as I do, Dave, lefties are a hot commodity because you don't find many lefty pitchers out there. And, you know, it gives people versatility. Um, like managers, uh, it gives them the versatility because they get to use different options in their pitching staff and Robbie Ray really does bring that um, different option to the table. Aside from that, Dave, like we were talking about, the high strikeout numbers, I believe he had 12.1 Ks per nine, uh, you know, strikeouts per nine innings. So that's tremendous, you know, especially um, since Robbie Ray is still, you know, not he's not old, but he's not young like he used to be. Um, and he's still putting up great strikeout numbers, especially being a starter. You would think, oh, well, you know, strikeout numbers are going to go down because he's going to pitch, you know, more innings. But that's not the case for Robbie Ray. You know, with over 12 strikeouts every nine innings, that's tremendous for a starter. You know, you don't really see that too common. And I think Robbie Ray, um, maybe if he does go to a different team, maybe he takes that next step and becomes a pitcher where maybe he pitches to like a 3.2, 3.3 ERA. And he continues to dominate with that strikeout stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that Robbie Ray could be a huge piece for the Phillies going forward. But with the last player, we're going to talk about a potential reunion with the Phillies in Ken Giles, 100 Miles Giles. And in 2019, he did great. His stats, according to Baseball Reference, are as follows. With a 2.5 war, a 1.87 ERA, which is absolutely amazing for Roger Center because Roger Center, as we all know, is a hitter's ballpark primarily. Uh, he had 23 saves, which of course isn't a lot, but for being on the Toronto Blue Jays, I, I wouldn't knock it. Uh, and he pitched 53 innings with 83 strikeouts and a whip of 1.0. So overall, great stats. He dominates with his fastball and he has that nice darting slider into the dirt, gets hitters to swing all the time, and he, he's just a great, he's a great pickup. If you pick up anybody, Ken Giles would be a really legitimate option, Dave. Uh, what do you think about Ken Giles? Yeah, I mean, I think that Ken Giles is, is probably the, the, the best option in terms of me out of this list. Of course, JT Ramuto, I'll put that aside. But in terms of the new names, Ken Giles and Jake Odorizzi are for sure the two names that are out to me. So, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I, I like what we talked about today. Uh, it was a very good podcast kind of in total here, talking about Ken Giles ended, and I'd be super down with the reunion. I mean, the guy, when he was coming up his rookie year, it was amazing. Through gas, Phillies, I forget who they got back for him, but I don't think it was somebody who was good. It may have been Jake Diekman, 
one point. I don't really know. But yeah, so Ken Giles, uh, hopefully maybe there could be a reunion. The Phillies can use a reliever. There's gas, as I said. So yeah, but um, Dave, do you have anything else to say about Ken Giles or about our wonderful list? Well, I believe Ken Giles, uh, I think we traded him to the Astros, and that's when we got uh, Vinny V and uh, yeah. some other guys. I think we got that one prospect. What was his name? He he kind of dropped out. He, he's not a prospect anymore, you know. Uh, I, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, Mark Appel. Mark Appel. That, that was him. Mark, Mark Appel. Yeah, he was a bust. Yeah, and bust. I, I feel bad, that guy. Uh, he, he really wanted things to work out, but I, I think the confidence hit uh, really took a toll on him and he just yeah. dropped out. But uh, it, it sucks, you know. You get a guy like Mark Appel from a trade where really we brought up Ken Giles. He was dominant and we gave him up and then what did we get in return? We really didn't get too much for him now with all considering. But uh, yeah, it, it really is a shame, Dave. Yeah, I think that Mark Appel pitched um for a year or two in the Phillies triple a system and then i think now i think he retired and now he's making a clothing line i thought i heard something i really don't know to be honest with you but yeah he was a bust for sure but Vinny giles we look to a reunion with him um and i think that pretty much wraps up this video again we've been trying to keep these i keep them on the videos podcasts we've been trying to keep these podcasts to you know as few minutes as possible because we want people to be able to watch as many as possible in a period of time. So we're still pumping out the videos, and today's Friday, so happy weekend to everyone. Soon we'll be able to hopefully have outdoor dining. I think they announced that along the East Coast next week. So, yeah, hopefully everyone's doing good. Once again, thank you to all the uh, healthcare workers and the frontline workers uh, who are out there, um, you know, sacrificing their health and fighting for, uh, you know, people to stay healthy. Um, and also, uh, just wanted to leave with a quick note here, and then I'll let David take over. Um, we covered the... Dave, was that Monday? I think, yeah, Monday. Monday we covered the um, economic proposals by the owners and the Players Association. Yeah, that was Monday. Yeah, and we are hearing, and this was actually on Tuesday night, so this was uh, June 9th this information came out, and there may be more by the time, um, you know, we're doing this, but I'm kind of, you know, going back in time a little bit here. Um, the Players uh offered or sorry the, yeah the players counter offered um with an 89 game season the owners don't think they're going anywhere with that so that's unfortunate but again if we do hear more news we'll try to update you throughout the podcast we've been really trying to uh pump out as many podcasts as we can um and keep on a schedule here so pretty much it for me thank you to everyone who was watching um and also make sure to tell your friends about the podcast uh we can really use that and shout us out so but thank you. Uh, and Dave, what do you have to say to end the podcast? For sure. Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to the podcast or who has listened. And um, I want to th say thank you to all the frontline workers as well, as always. And uh, if you like this podcast, then make sure you uh, leave a follow and listen to some previous podcasts as we continue to try and keep our sanity throughout this time uh, with everything going on. But um if you want to check out more baseball content and Morning Track Talk podcast just wasn't enough for you, we have Major League Talk, which is a YouTube channel and an Instagram page that I run. Um, and Dave, I know you've talked about it in uh, previous podcasts as well, but um, I do post team videos, not just about the Phillies, but about every single Major League team. And I will continue to post until I have all 30 teams covered and more. So uh, please look forward to that. And uh, it, it's been a great one. And uh, I, I want to wish all of you a happy, healthy weekend. 
as we continue through all of this madness in baseball and beyond. But thank you all for listening to the Warning Track Talk podcast with Dave and Dave.